Hey, everybody. I'm Jen Garrett. My passion for football and pushing boundaries has helped me to create a successful business using the same performance building principles of the world's best players. Through my Move the Ball book, workshops, and consulting work, I've used the same system to help thousands of people to think and execute like a pro athlete when it comes to business and branding. Now, I'm on a mission to help you utilize those tools and strategies to elevate your hustle and get you across the goal line. So get ready. It's time to suit up, to show up, and to move the ball. Hey, everyone. It's great to be back with you for another episode of Move the Ball. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you've been a part of the Move the Ball movement for quite some time, welcome back. I'm glad that you are here with us today. As you all know, this podcast is all about business, branding, sports, and of course, how to move the ball. This episode is part of my special Path to the Draft series where I'm having conversations with NFL draft prospects on their path to the draft. Now, if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, make sure that you do so so that you never miss an episode. Got great guests as part of this series as well as part of the regular show so you don't want to miss who's coming up for the season. All right. For today's episode, I've got an incredible guest with us inside the huddle today and ready to share his story and talk about his path to the draft is CJ Holmes. CJ is a defensive back who played college football at Jackson State University, who are the current SWAT conference champions, so congratulations. And during his college football career, CJ played in 44 games, recorded 130 tackles, 85 solo stops, and 45 assisted tackles. And he also had 23 pass breakups and eight interceptions. Now, during this past season, the 2021 season, CJ had 40 tackles, 33 solos, and seven assisted stops, as well as one interception and a forced fumble. CJ, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for having me. It's good to see you. I'm really excited to chat with you today. I saw you a couple months ago when we're in Western Florida at House of Athlete. You're doing your pre-draft training. And I know we've been talking about doing this chat, so I'm glad that we're doing it today. Let's kick off our conversation by talking about how did you get into football? When was the first time you picked up a ball and what made you fall in love with the game? I actually started playing football at a very young age, at four years old. My dad also played football as well. So he kind of kept me around football since I came out the womb. (laughs) You know, uh, I actually had baby pictures with basketballs and footballs. I started playing around four years old, football and basketball. Just went into peewee, played for Norman Wildcats. I played sixth grade flag football. Middle school, I was like on the, so we had sixth grade team and then we had a seventh and eighth grade team. So I played flag football and then on middle school team. And then started all four years on varsity and then got to Jackson State and then here I am today. And what was it about the sport that made you really fall in love with it or that excites you? Um, I just had fun playing it, you know what I mean? It was just it was just my peace. I could go to the football field and just have fun and do what I love to do, you know. Just catching a ball, uh, just having a ball in your hands for real. It's just, it's just exciting just to make a play, just be able to make a play and then everybody cheer for you. Like, that's just exciting. Absolutely. And as someone who's followed the game since I was four, I completely appreciate what you're saying. And, you know, the, the move the ball movement, really started off by me writing this book called Move the Ball, which is all about football lessons and strategies that I took from the game and and showed people how they can use it to be successful beyond football. When you look back at your time playing football, what are some of the lessons that you've taken away from the game to be successful? To really just stay disciplined and and work and all of everything is going to take take care of itself, you know, just to keep your head down and keep working, you know, because the work doesn't ever stop. Like everybody's trying to get better and everybody's doing their, their part to get better. So you got to outwork the next man. So 
and I carry that on into other phases in life. So just to be disciplined in every area of my life, just be well-rounded. So just the work is really what I what I get out of football. Absolutely. Yeah, the work doesn't stop. You always got to be grinding, always got to be pushing and keeping at it for sure. So you play DB, which I mentioned, and some people say that's the hardest position to play in football. What makes you elite at this position? I think what makes me elite is that I'm versatile. So I can play anywhere in the back end, uh, whether it be nickel, safety, cornerback. I have a very good IQ of the game, thanks to my position coaches and my father. So just just me knowing about the whole defense is what makes me elite. I have very good decision-making skills, very good leverage. So I think all those things ties into a, a, a good player that I am. And now you were a walk-on on ja- at Jackson State. Talk to us about your experience from walking on to playing all four years, being a starter, all that fun stuff. Yeah, so um, me and uh, Warren Newman, who was also from New Orleans, he actually, we all, we walked on together. So um, I went to Lusher Charter School. That school is a very small school in New Orleans, and we didn't have a lot of coaches or recruits, I mean, recruiters from colleges come look at us. So coming out of high school, uh, I had I had one game where Jackson State actually came, saw me play because they came, saw Warren play the game before me. <laughs> we actually had a, a game at the same stadium. So Coach Chadwick, Germany, thank God for him. He came, talked to me uh, before the game and, and told me that they were interested in me. And that happened to be one of my best games. Unfortunately, I didn't get offered the scholarship. So he told me to just come walk on. And uh, once I walked on, it was just like the grind just got so much serious for me because me me not getting a, a full scholarship and my parents having to pay for college was something that really kind of hurt me, I want to say. But like it was for the better because it, it kind of made me grind it harder. Just going in with that chip on my shoulder and that mentality just kind of helped me and pushed me. I started off as the eight cornerback on the depth chart and, and started my freshman year. So that says a lot in itself. And then I just kept working from from that point, you know, because once you get the starter, you you got to work to some other point that, because really some starters get comfortable once they are the starter, but I never wanted to get complacent. So I just kept working because I wanted to be the best. And I still want to be the best ever to play the game. So that was something I kind of carried with myself. Sure. And I, and I like your story. I think it's important because sometimes in life we don't get to start off where we want to be. Right. But that doesn't mean we give up. That doesn't mean we stop pushing or trying. It just means that we have to work hard. We have to do things differently. But you still look at how can you move that ball and get to where you want to go. Exactly. So when you look at your time at Jackson State, share with us, what was your most memorable experience there? I definitely got to say winning this flag championship, you know, just just the guys rallying together and just us coming together as a family and a team and just making that happen for the city of Jackson, for the, the, the culture of Jackson State. You know, that moment right there, I won't forget it because the time and the effort that we put in, it was so many hours we put in just to, you know, just to make that happen. And, and that, that team is just, I won't forget that team for real. Sure. Yeah, that definitely a great moment. So congratulations on, on winning the championship. And the Tigers also had their first 11 and one win series uh, season history in the history of the school's football program. So congratulations on that as well. So let's take a minute and talk about Coach Prime. I mean, a lot of people are familiar with, with Deion Sanders and what he did playing in the NFL. Not everybody is familiar with what he has done as Coach Prime and for the Jackson State football program. Share with us, what was your experience like before Coach Prime got there and then what it's been like since uh, Prime was coach? So before Coach Prime got there, it was still a pretty good environment to me. You know, all the guys wanted to work. Uh, we still had some great players. Coach Hendricks and Coach Hughes, shout out to them because they they really were good coaches in my eyes. You know, they, they really were humble men. Coach Hendricks, I, I kind of... Uh, I felt more of a connection to it because he was kind of like a, a father figure. 
outside of football, you know, and he, he, he definitely like we related in a lot of things. So he stayed on me. Uh, him and Coach Stokes, who was my old position coach, those guys, those guys really pushed me to become a better player. Just the environment, the culture that they created and started. Unfortunately, we didn't we didn't win a lot of games, but it was still like, you know, what I mean, that 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 determination and that that push was there. So uh, we were still working. Coach Meg, too, the strength coach. But then when Coach Prime got there, it was just like you got to be appreciative of everything that he brought to the table, you know, not only him, his staff, everybody around him. Coach Prime is like a very big he's very big on attention to detail. So as soon as you step foot in the building, it's like you got to be on your P's and Q's. Even when you all outside the building, it's like you're representing a new a new culture in Jackson. So, you know, what I mean, like everybody's eyes on you. So it's just like the way you carry yourself is important. So Coach Prime really taught us professionalism. And that, that carries over into a lot of things. And so us just being professionals on the field and off the field in the classroom, it was just so many things that that we learned from Coach Prime. And, and it's just a blessing that even I even got the chance to play on them because everybody, I, I know a lot of people will wish to trade places with us, you know what I mean? And so just having that chance to play on the Coach Prime was a, truly a blessing. I learned so much. I'm still learning from to to, to this day. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's done a fantastic job so far with the program. Excited for what he continues to do at JSU. So let's talk about you training down at House of Athlete. What are some of the things that you're working on? Well, down here at House of Athlete, I'm working on my speed for sure. With Mo Wells, I was an expert at speed. <laughs> but yeah, I'm working on my speed, my strength. Um, we're doing position drills. My diet has changed. So I got my body fat is, is dropped and it's just like a whole bunch of things. And one that, that we're working on here is not even just on the field, it's off the field as well. Mental, interview, prep. It's so many things that's going into this this process right here. And I'm just embracing every moment because you only get this chance once in a lifetime. So I'm just embracing every moment because I, I have the chance to change my family's trajectory at, at this point, you know. And so I'm, I'm taking it one day at a time and, and, and uh, walking by faith. Well, I know you're working hard down there and I'm glad you mentioned walking by faith. That is one of my favorite quotes to always walk by faith and not by sight. So glad you brought that up. So one of the things that you've been able to do as well, getting ready for the draft is participate in the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl, right? January 29th, 2022, you're out there at the Rose Bowl, but it's not just the game. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things going on that week. You've got practices, you've got interviews, all kinds of things. Talk to us about that experience. That was that was a blessing in itself as well to be able to be up there with all those talented guys, coaches from everywhere. I got the Hall of Famer Jackie Slater, you know, that 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 went through Jackson State himself, and just that experience in itself was was just a blessing. I felt like I got more insight on the NFL, you know, with the NFL PAU classes. We actually got to talk to some former and current players, get their insight on how to create longevity in the league and how to, you know, what I mean, just going from day one and just and just dominate from day one. So just getting that insight from those guys was a blessing. Going to practices and, and being around the other talented players out there really pushing me. I, I just brought a lot of energy out there as well, and they kind of picked up on that. A lot of players like that. I want to shout out Coach Freeman and Coach Walls. Those were my two position coaches out there and, and uh, two great guys, you know what I mean? And then so for the interviews, that was that was kind of a, a process as well. I like that process. Uh, I got to talk to a lot of teams. Just a great experience. You know, uh, it was it was everything in one. They had a barbershop. They had game rooms. Food was great. They had snacks. It was just a great setup for real. And it, a lot of people say that the NFLPA is one of the, the best bowls to, to go to. It was just a blessing to be able to go up there and, and showcase my talents. 
For sure. I'm glad you had a great experience. And so share with people listening, why should a team pick CJ over somebody else in the draft? Um, A team should pick me because I'm going to bring a lot of energy and a lot of enthusiasm to the team and and I'm going to be ready to work, you know, and wherever the team needs me to play, I'll be willing to play. And so I'm a team player first. I want I want to win a Super Bowl. So that's, that's been a dream of mine. So team picking me out, you, you got a Super Bowl winner. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think a team should pick me because of those reasons. Well, there you go. And so football will eventually come to an end for every single player, right? For some, it's sooner than others. Hopefully for you, it'll be a long time. But have you thought about what your plans are going to be once you're done with your football career? Yes, ma'am. So I want to uh, one day own my own production company. I graduated with a mass communications degree and with a concentration in multimedia journalism. And so I want to, I'm, I'm into like videography and, and recording people. I make a lot of people's highlight tapes as well. And so I, I like to produce a lot of things. So I want to one day own my own production company, clothing line. Uh, I got a lot of ideas. I want to get into real estate. My mom's been a real estate agent for over 20 years. So I got a lot of areas I want to touch into because I want to have multiple streams of income, you know? Well, that is important. I'm glad you're thinking about that. And as an entrepreneur myself, I'm always thinking about multiple streams of income. So I'm glad you're thinking that way. Yes, ma'am. And something else that you are very much into that I want to share with our listeners is that you are into music as well and had an album that came out last year. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yes, I'm, I'm, I've been into music for a while, probably around middle school. You know, I started with one of my friends. We just were playing around with it. <laughs> And I just I just kept going with it, you know, because I just like I just like poems. I like I like writing. I like I like just making I just like playing around with beats. I make beats for people. And so just like music in itself is just something how I relax outside of football. That's something that probably won't stop as well. So (laughs) you can expect more music from me for sure. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I look forward to it. So, CJ, what I want to do now is take you through my two-minute drill and ask you some fun questions. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. First question is, when you were 10 years old, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, I wanted to be an NFL player. I wanted to be the best NFL player at that. Well, there you go. Well, you're on your way. Next question is, what three words would you use to describe yourself? I would describe myself as humble, energetic, and disciplined. Great, great. Three words. What is one thing most people don't know about you? One one thing most people wouldn't know about me is that, like we just said, like I'm 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 a rapper, beat producer. Uh, a lot of people don't know that, you know. What I mean, they probably don't wouldn't guess that. But uh, I'm I'm very good with words. Next question is: If you had one intro song played at all of your public appearances, what would that one song be? That would probably be "Still Running" by Lil Baby, Meek Mill, and Lil Dirt. Okay. How about what book are you currently reading, or what podcast are you currently listening to? Uh, I listen to I Am Athlete podcast a lot. <laughs> That's a great podcast. Yeah, I watch that podcast a lot. So I'm into that. Rich Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I started reading that a little bit. Yes, that's an important. It's a good book. It's been around for a while, but it's a very good book. All right, my next question is, you are hosting a dinner party and you can invite three famous people, living or deceased. Who would you choose and why? Ooh, living or deceased? Yes. Let's go LeBron James. Kobe Bryant and Jay-Z. And why? Because they're some of the best at what they do. You know, LeBron is definitely, you know, I mean, the top of yeah, and I said no football players, but this is the reason. It's because the 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 business side of it and what they do on the court. 
And so all all three of those are like the the visualization of where I see myself having the multiple streams of income. And like we said, like with Jay-Z, he's into rap, but he also has the clothing line. He also has other things that he's doing outside of that, you know what I mean? And LeBron as well with the commercials and the, the shoe lines and then the, the movies and then Kobe Bryant is just forever legendary to me. So I, just to pick their brains and then see like, what's the best ways to go about what I'm doing, you know what I mean? And then like investing in my body, investing in different things and how they got to the point that they got to because they're obviously some of the best to ever do what they've ever done. For sure. And my next question is, do you sing in the shower? Definitely. <laughs> Are you good? Well, definitely. I think everybody could sing in the shower. Though. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the Shaq commercial. I but, have. Uh, <laughs> yes, everybody sings better in the shower. Yeah, that was a pretty good commercial. So a couple other questions for you. What's the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach? I'm going to forever say this. What Coach Prime always tells us is to keep the main thing the main thing. And that's something that I forever stick by because that's important in life, you know. Once you get distracted by outside things and you, you, you lose track of the focus on the main goal. So just to keep the main thing the main thing. That's great advice. I'm going to flip it now and ask you, what's the best piece of advice that you would give someone? I would tell anybody just to bet on yourself, you know. Just double down on yourself and, and believe in yourself because other people's opinions, you can't make them reality. So you got to bet on yourself. And like I said, walk by faith and not by sight and just, just believe. Absolutely. When I saw you at House of Athlete, you were one of the days the shirt you were wearing was a bet on yourself shirt. For sure. Shout out to my dude, Kyron. You know, he has a, a clothing line, Fake Incorporated. And bet on yourself is the, the, the motto of the whole clothing line. And so I definitely support that. Love it. All right. So as we look to close the show, where can people follow you, CJ? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at CJ Holmes 3. Very simple. <laughs> And then on Twitter, you can follow me at CJ3. Perfect. And we'll have those links in the show notes so people can follow you on your journey. Thank you so much for being on this show today. Sure. Thank you for having me. It's a blessing. And it was great to have you on. Really looking forward to this next chapter for you. So I appreciate you. And thanks again to everyone for listening. If you liked today's episode, please share it with somebody else who you think would find the show to be of value. And I say this all the time, but if you've been thinking about how you can be a better networker. Join me in my five-day virtual networking training camp. There's a link in the show notes and it is free. So we'd love to have you check that out. All right, we will talk to you all next time. Until then, make sure that you suit up, you show up and you move the ball. Thank you for listening to Move the Ball. To see more about what I'm up to and how I can help you to move the ball in your business, with your brand or your career, check out my website at www.getinsidethehuddle.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode and also join the Move the Ball Facebook group for even more content and to be a part of the Move the Ball movement.